Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. I am Brady Phelps. As always, I am joined by my lovely, beautiful co-host, Rick Romero, <laughs> at RJ's Throw. The voiceless <laughs> I will say that um, I the the feedback that I get from people who like know me personally, their hands down their favorite thing that has happened on this podcast was episode two of um, us acknowledging the fact that all I did was talk over you the entire first podcast. Yeah, yeah. And really every podcast since. Every podcast since, yes. What can you do? Hey, big big day today uh, because you know you weren't late. So that's. I was early today. You weren't early. I was early, but no, you were you on weren't. your phone. So I just sat there in my car listening to The Machine. I was on my phone because you you were listening to The uh. Okay, so I was on my phone because I was waiting for you to show up. And it was, you were absolutely one minute late when you rolled up. And then because you wouldn't get out of your car, I continued to talk on my phone because, you know, I'm an adult and I don't like to deal with I children. I thought I was being polite by allowing you to You thought you were being polite by staying in the car and listening to bathroom talk on the machine? <laughs> it really was bathroom talk, actually. Is that what it's called? I think that was a segment. I think that was what it was called. No, there's got to be a different name. It can't be that. I mean, the I, producer, I will say, didn't Mike they... Hawk. I don't... What is it? Mike Hawk. Oh, my gosh. That's his name. No, it's not. That's his name. No. On the show, it is. Gosh, that is. Uh, all right, we need. I'm not talking about this right now. I can't handle it. <laughs> we'll get to um, that later. We'll get to that later. All right, let's set the scene. Um, this is a big deal because since when we started the podcast, um, um, we had an idea. I had an idea because I'm obsessed with this brewery um, to come to Thunderhawk Ailments and make Thunderhawk Ailments the official home of the Zero Chance Podcast. And a couple of uh, scheduling conflicts um, led us to one. First of all, Randy Jones didn't want to make the drive. Basically, he just wanted to be in his, you know, living room, which it's hard to blame him. Yeah, understood. Yeah, the crafty lefty has earned that. Um, and then, and then we had a couple of scheduling conflicts, but now I think we are dialed in and moving forward. Um, the majority of the time, not all the time, but the majority of the time, I think you're going to find us here at Thunderhawk Ailments, which I'm very excited about. Give you guys a little bit of heads up about Thunderhawk. Um, I'm been coming here for a long time since it, it started um how let's see how 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 long has it been around um we've I, I think 18 months is how long that the brewery has been going um it's located in the miralani makers district um which is right off of miramar road uh pretty close to kind of where miramar and the 15 mm-hmm. run into each other so miralani uh, makers district it's amazing it's kind of tucked away it's got a cool out outside area with heaters it's got cornhole off to the side and i mean most importantly for a brewery it has amazing beer fantastic beer and uh we are currently drinking said beer yes so i have a a minor obsession uh with with one of the beers specifically that is here it's called electric youth and um i i want to i want to give this the credit that it's due because i am not so i I really don't know how to explain it without sounding like the anti-snob but it's like if you put whether it's beer or wine if you put let's say you know a $400 bottle let's make it 4000 4000 $4000 bottle of wine in front of me and then you are and you pour it into a glass and then ooh behind the scenes you just poured me a box of Trader Joe's Shiraz um, which you know is like four bottles in a in a bladder and it's like i don't yeah. know 14 bucks or something 
and you put them both in front of me, I can almost guarantee you I'm going to say that the Trader Joe's boxed wine is better than that $4,000 <laughs> bottle. Almost guaranteed. Yeah. Like, love wine. I love wine. But I love basically all wines, yeah. which, I mean, some might say is, yeah, that's called alcoholism. Um, but I, I don't don't feel that to be the case, obviously. And beer is it's similar. You know, there are times when... You know, I, I can't necessarily distinguish between, you know, what's hoppy and what's tart and what's uh, balanced and malty and You can't tell the difference between and, sours and, like, really hoppy IPAs or anything like that? Well, sours, that's different. I can tell because okay. they're disgusting. So I know what I'm drinking <laughs> is sour because they're gross. Um, but, like, you know, when it's a, I don't know, when it's a hoppy pale ale versus a, I don't know fill in the blank a multi pale ale i don't really know <laughs> the difference between those things so anyway i i came in to thunderhawk one time and i looked up and i saw they had this beer called the electric youth yeah. and it had coffee in it now uh -huh. to me when i hear coffee and beer i'm like okay it's a porter or a stout a darker you know thicker and 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 this was a pale ale and it was you know you could see through it and i was so i was intrigued i took one sip and i was in heaven it and i'm not like i cannot tell you how much i am not exaggerating i am i am telling the truth about how i feel i'm obsessed with this beer to the point where i came in today and uh the owners of here at thunderhawk um you can follow them on any social media at thunderhawk ailments um, but the owners john and bill whom i know um they are, have kindly opened their doors to us um here to to record the podcast but i looked up and saw that electric youth was gone and i literally almost shed a tear i was so i what is there anything worse than using the word literally in a non-literal sense luckily i'm not because i really did almost cry i could see your heart breaking when you i was i was genuinely genuinely very sad yeah and then john uh was kind enough to point out that they have a new beer uh, which is called copperhead and copperhead is a very uh similar similar coffee ale and it has i think a little bit of like a little more sugar like a little uh, sweeter taste to it that's my non-professional <laughs> moron description of what it is but what i can tell you is that it tastes like candy coffee candy magic beer in my mouth and so that's what i'm drinking and i love it and i love this place and you know it's funny i knew i wasn't going to be able to say this right because People think, well, you just, you know, I don't know, discounted your ability to critique beer because you just said that you literally don't know the difference between a, you know, nice glass of beer and a Bud Light. But I didn't say that. I talked about wine. But this is an article from the L.A. Times. Now, I want you to know that I was on the Electric Youth bandwagon way before this article came out. And I just said L.A. Times. I meant New York Times. So <laughs> New York Times, they... Same difference, right? Yeah, big cities on yeah. two different coasts. Yeah. No big deal. Um, I, I actually, I like New York much more than la la is just i'm terrible. going to new york in uh, may that's good mr yeah. big shot you going there for fun or for work or for what uh for fun that's cool yeah highly recommend you know not going to any tourist locations um so this is an article from the new york times and here's how it starts this is the very first paragraph of this article it's a beer critic i don't really know anything about this guy but i do know that he writes for the new york times which i feel like is a big deal so he starts out, hey, I'm a big guy, 6'3", plenty of mass to soak up alcohol. I started hopping around to different breweries in San Diego, blah, blah. I should read it actually word by word because he's kind of a wordsmith. And here I am like... <laughs> You're doing the blah, blah, blah. I'm doing the blah, blah, blahs, which yeah. is terrible. So yeah. I'm going to actually read it word for word now. This is his first paragraph. Touring the dozens of worthy beer options in the sprawling, beautiful city requires a car, and I was being conservative with my intake. But this electric youth coffee ale from Thunderhawk Ailments was just too good. I had never had a coffee beer that tasted so intensely and convincingly of coffee. 
There was a sweetness to the coffee component that tasted of berries and flowers juxtaposed with the hoppy bitter malt of the ale. I mean, that is an incredible description, and that I have no idea what he just said. Right I, don't, there. I don't even know what he said. It's amazing. And he said, even better, a small pour was only $3. Um, and then he goes on to talk about the rest of the places he went. But like he led in this article, and I was so proud of myself when I saw this article because, one, you know, I felt like I was onto something with this electric youth. They yeah. get their coffee beans from Bird Rock Roasters right here, locally grown here in, not locally grown, but locally whatever here in San Diego and Bird Rock. And, uh, and so anyway, I, it kind of vindicated my lack of a beer palate. Like, I know what I like, and that's all that really matters to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Can, do no. you, when I'm you the drink same s- way. I'm the same way when I drink. Because it feels more like you're a snob. No, no. So no. I don't feel like... I'm, I'm not a snob. So, like, I, I'm not the guy who's going to, you know, wait in a line for three days to get this special release beer. I'm not. Okay. I just well, drink what I like. I feel like there's got to be a happy medium between the guy who waits three days for a beer in line <laughs> and the guy who doesn't know the difference between, you know, an electric youth and a Bud Light. We'll see. I would know that difference. <laughs> well, I would It'd even be know clear that. As day. I would even know that difference. <laughs> uh, what I did find out about Electric Youth, because even though they don't have it on tap currently here in the Miralani Makers District uh, location, they do have um, their beer available at Bivouac Cider. It's there. It's at Barbusa in Little Italy as well, and Craft and Cork, uh, which I think is Rancho Bernardo. Rancho Bernardo, and that'll be there at the end of March. So. They do have it. They're starting to, you know, distribute their beer. It's starting yeah. to get a bigger name. Um, we'll tweet this out and tweet out their locations. They're probably bigger on Instagram than they are on Twitter. But um, Thunderhawk Ailments places the bomb. We'll I, tweet it out on Instagram as well. Uh, I did. I did. I said earlier. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this online. You know, I was talking about the yeah. podcast. Like, yeah. I'm gonna read this online. Like, I have a yeah. podcast and I don't even know how to. I'm gonna go to http backslash backslash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a dummy uh all right so enough of, i don't know we probably just spent 20 minutes talking about thunderhawk which i'm totally okay with what are you drinking by the way i'm drinking a dream trails it's a west coast ipa it's absolutely fantastic um it is it is delicious um you were gonna go with the west world i was i was but i was swayed at the last minute yeah john so. talked you out of it yeah. owner john talked you out of it and um it's a west world is a hoppy pale ale and I don't know, other things about it, something about Chinooks and Cascades. I saw the Cascade even, hops there, and that was kind of what was selling me on the West I don't world, know this. That could, that could I, be written in Greek. I'm a sucker for a West Coast IPA anytime, too, so I, I absolutely love them. I'm super, super into hops. The hoppier, the better. Yeah, see, I don't even know what that means. I don't. I, I, on, I genuinely <laughs> don't know what that means when you say hoppier, the better, and I'm not kidding. Yeah. I just know that when I put something in my mouth, if it tastes good, that didn't yeah. sound accurate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Anyway, okay. So... Big day today. We got a lot of stuff to get to. Excited to get into this on the pod. Um, First things, bullpen buggies are back. That's the most important topic right here. It is the the most important topic. And and I I, I feel a very, very personal, deep personal connection to the bullpen buggy. Um, The Arizona Diamondbacks this morning tweeted out that they're bringing back the bullpen buggy. Now, in 2014, Lob Shots, I'm not going to say that I championed this cause to bring back bullpen buggies however i i am going to actually take a little bit of credit that i was part of the unveiling of the first ever photograph of a san diego padres bullpen buggy to hit the internet i'm not suggesting that no photos have ever been taken of it obviously Uh anybody who went to games in the you know 70s yeah so like before your time if you googled 
Padres bullpen buggy. Before 2014, if you Googled Padres bullpen buggy, there were no hits, no photos, no visual evidence whatsoever that it ever existed. And so I, on a mission, and I actually think that the reason you were involved as well is because um, you had tweeted out a photo of a like 1987 Mitsubishi giveaway. Oh, I think oh, yeah. it's my header it's, photo right now is. on Twitter. It is, yeah, that's the picture. That's the picture yeah. with the you chicken in front of it. stole the picture that I posted. I, I mean, I don't know why you would say that <laughs> I, I stole know, it from you. Know. I'm giving you credit literally as yeah. we speak. There I am using that word literally again. Even when it's literally the right word to yeah. use, I still don't like using it because everybody misuses it so much. Yeah, well, like here's the thing. So I have tons of Padres programs, right. old pro- programs from, from over the years. I think it's safe to say that you are the owner of the most Padres memorabilia in the city of San Diego. Is that true? No, probably not. I don't know. Is that I mean, true? It, it might be. It right? might be. It might be safe. Other to than say that. what about employees? I mean, maybe Andy Strasberg, who we're Andy getting Strasburg, to. Andy Strasberg, yes. He probably has more than you. He probably has more than me. I, I would say he definitely has more than. So me. he worked for the Padres but, for I don't know the better part of two decades or yeah, something, right? Yeah. And so he was the one that Gavin, loyal listener and friend. At CT2SD. Also known as Garvin. That's mean. I don't know why you guys do that to him. He's not Garvin. He's Gavin. (laughs) Anyway, Uh, Gavin, he reached out and said, hey, I, you know, because I was on this crusade to find a photo of the Padres bullpen buggy. And he said, I might, I might have, you know, someone who can find it. Yeah. And so he reached out to Andy and Andy literally poured, ah, literally again. Jeez. Andy poured over photos, literally hundreds of photos. And thousands, maybe, um, of photos, hours of time that he spent, and he found, finally, one photo of this bullpen buggy. And the thing that was crazy about it is that in 1970, it has the long, you know, the... the you know the Taco Bell hats, yeah, with, yeah. and has mm-hmm. the long yellow that like Don Zimmer was the yep. manager that year in seventy three. Kind and of like went it goes back the way ears. behind the ears, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was an experimental cap that they used only on Sunday day games in nineteen seventy three at home. Uh huh. Only home games, like similar to the Friday yeah. home games where the Brown here. That was basically the white whale of Padres. Yeah, hats. one of them sold. Uh, one of these hats sold for over nine hundred dollars on eBay a couple years ago. Yeah. $900 for a Padres hat. Insane. I mean, that's that, how's yeah. that for a little piece of trivia? Um, I'm making that up. I'm not. It's real. But we found the photo of the bullpen buggy, put it out, and now it's like, of course, today of all days, everybody's tweeting it out, and I kind of feel like, oh, man. It, one, you, you know. like you're literally responsible for it? <laughs> I feel like... Uh, Andy should be getting credit for unearthing it, yeah. And 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 Gavin should be getting credit for going out and and finding it. You should yeah. be getting credit for maybe motivating um, the Mitsubishi Post, and then I should get a little credit for you know leading the charge on hunting it down, <laughs> you know, to pat myself on the back, which I do all the time, as everybody knows. So basically, yeah. me, Andy, and Gavin, we did all the work. <laughs> And then you just reaped all the benefits. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I didn't know. reap any benefits. Yeah, no, like it's kind of. But cool. I mean, like we were part of something that yeah. that produced a photo yeah. online, and now those I, buggies are back. That's, and that's awesome. And I I can say I did speak to a Padres employee today that said I love it. I love the idea. Ooh. And that's that's all I can say about it. Ooh. I can't say that it's happening for sure. I did put myself out there. Breaking uh, news. Free right labor. Here. I put myself out there. Free labor. I said that I would be the official uh, bullpen cart chauffeur. Yeah. I would wear a Remember little. Remember we talked about it with RJ. Yes, uh, we he did. He was saying how Whitey buggy. was the uh, was the one who, the only one mm-hmm. that was allowed to drive the Padres bullpen buggy back in the day. Yeah, well, you're talking to the guy who's going to be the only one allowed to drive it when it comes <laughs> out because I believe that it's coming, although I can't break the news. I believe that it's coming, and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. 
but I'm stoked that the Diamondbacks did it. It's a bummer too. now that it means they're going to win the NL West because yeah. how do you lose when you got a bullpen yeah. buggy? Unless everybody has one, in which case we need to get everybody to have one because we don't want the Diamondbacks winning the NL no, West. No, nobody wants that. Yeah, so I, I mean, I was really, really excited about that. It probably went way into that longer than I should have. But another big thing just happened. I don't know if you, um, I don't know how much of a fan you are, but 20-year anniversary of the release of none other than The Big Lebowski. Does this movie mean anything to you? I love The Big Lebowski. Okay. It's a, it's a top I, five. It's a top five. It's top me. five. See, yeah. I, I went through my top five already once here on the podcast, so yeah. I can't say that it's top five, but it's, it is one of those movies that what I found uh, when you're talking about movie, and I don't know why we love to categorize things. Oh, yeah, top ten for me. Oh, top five for me. Oh, that's my favorite movie of all time. But w- people love to do that kind of junk, and, and I, to me... I it would easily be one that I would say, oh yeah, that's a top five movie for me. Until I went and looked at my top five list, and I was like, oh wait, no, it's not actually on that top five, but it should have been. You know, what what should I kick out instead? I love the Big Lebowski, the Dude Abides, yeah, El Dunarito. If you're not into that whole brevity thing, the room really ties the room together. The rug, the rug. God, Rick. Wow. The Listexic really <laughs> Listexics the room together. Ah. <laughs> uh. That's okay. Uh, it, was a, it was a good effort. The good rug, effort. Yeah. Good effort. That that quote. What's is, the that quote is the line <laughs> that ties the podcast together. <laughs> <laughs> Clown. Oh man. The small Lembowski. Yeah. The, I really like that movie. Yeah. It's huge, a top five. Huge, huge fan. Huge fan. <laughs> Speaking of movies, have you seen any since? I don't. We're no. We're not going to turn this into a movie podcast. But uh, seen any movies since we last spoke? Uh yeah. So I saw Coco. Okay, do you know how funny? I still have not seen. I have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, and I have. It's a cartoon, yeah, yeah. and I haven't even seen it. And you've yeah. you've already seen it. Yeah. Does that speak to my bad parenting? I mean, that's or does that you're speak still to you holding being, on to the greatness of the showman, though. So. I loved the greatest showman. Yeah. It was, and I st- I'm, I'm 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 more into that soundtrack yeah. now than I was a week ago because yeah. it may or may not have been the only thing I've heard at home for the last week. It's just on loop, and I'm okay with that because it's Jam City. Yeah. So you liked Coco, haven't seen it. Would you recommend me taking my children to see it? Oh, 100%. Isn't it about death the whole time? Why do you hate my kids? And so uh, it's like a Dia de los Muertos. Dio de los Muertos. Yes. Si. Uh-huh. El Muertos si. de Dios si. de Rick. Si. Um, and uh, it, I mean, it's technically about death. However, it's uh, it's more about family. It's a real real tearjerker. It's, it's, okay. it's a good... Uh, Good, good family movie. Okay. Yeah. Did you go with anyone, or did you just go by yourself? Uh, I saw it from my couch with my wife, my oh. lovely wife. Oh, I thought it was still in the theaters. No, not in theaters anymore. It's out oh. now. Got it on on demand. Just watched it on my couch. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought you were gonna say you pirated it. No, no. I was gonna call you out. No. You work for a radio station. You can't be pirating things. What? I would never do that. <laughs> <laughs> sure, you wouldn't, Napster. Yeah, but no, I. It's highly, highly recommended, and uh, it won best best animated film at the Oscars. Oh yeah, did you yeah. watch the Oscars? I did not watch the Oscars, but I saw that it won. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do a quick Oscars uh, review of everything that went down? I didn't watch a second of it. I mean, I didn't watch a second of it either, so how are we going to run it down? Uh, it was kind of the joke. I didn't watch it at all. I know. I, 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 did, know. I did see... I, I almost said literally again. I almost... I mean, at least I'm catching myself. Yeah. Man, I need to... I didn't realize what an issue this was, this literally thing. You say me. literally a lot. I like, say like a lot. I'm trying to cut that you out. you a valley girl? 
Like totally. <laughs> Gosh, don't ever do that again. Um, yeah, I didn't. I saw that best film, be, uh, best movie was some <laughs> fish, uh, fish. Yeah. Uh, movie with he, uh, yeah. intimate fish and yeah. a and a mute fish woman. Fish love. It's about fish love. Yeah, I'm I sure. actually want to see that movie. It looks really good. Have you seen the trailer? Um, I, I'm trying to think of how much money you'd have to pay me to go see that movie, and really? not yeah, not a good number is coming up. Not, nothing wow. under a thousand dollars is wow. coming up in my head right now. I mean, this is a guy who chooses boxed wine over four thousand dollar wine. Are you? So, are, are, I mean, if I, you're I mean, trying I to make the comparison here, oh yeah, you're real cultured. <laughs> you're you're trying to make the comparison that just because I can appreciate a wine that isn't overpriced, yeah, that I can't appreciate a movie about a fish and and a intimate situation with a a, a woman, a fish and a woman, fish and a woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so watch the trailer. And just like the the scenery, what is it? What is the name of it again? Something of water, shade uh, of water, the shape of water. Shade. I thought it was shade of water. Shape. Fifty fifty shades 50 of water. Shapes of water. Fifty shades of fish water. Yeah, <laughs> that's gross. Uh, yeah. The shape of water. No, it looks really good. I I, I want to see it. That's one of the ones I want to see. I want to see the the three billboards movie too. I've heard some weird stuff about that. Like there's a real strong beginning, and then some really gnarly stuff happens. Yeah. And then there's the middles, then and then the end is no resolution or so. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen. I can't really. <laughs> I don't know why I'm tired to talk about movies that I haven't even seen. I'm done. Here's I'm done Brady's yeah. movie reviews. Movie reviews. This one had a beginning, yeah, and then there was the middle, <laughs> and then there's an end. <laughs> but that's the point: is there wasn't really an end <laughs> from what end. I've been told. Okay, okay. But I don't. The I don't thing know is, it things. kind of looks like a Coen Brothers movie to me. Is is it a Coen Brothers movie? I don't know. I know the Big Lebowski was. I know it was, but I, I, I don't know about the three billboards. I don't know. If it was, that might motivate me to go see it yeah, a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of one. So I don't I know like if their it movies. was one. I like their restaurants. I love a good trip to sea level. <laughs> no? Different Cone Brothers? Different. different. Got it. Different family of Cone restaurants. Yeah. Uh, maybe they should be our sponsor. We should hit them up. Yeah. Yeah, we should. Sure. All right. Speaking of uh, sponsors, I'm sure it's only a matter of time before we become the official Padres blood Blodcast. Blodcast. <laughs> what does that mean? Podcast. The room is tying the room. <laughs> I was going to say official Padres blog, and then I went to podcast, and blogcast is where I got. Blog. Is that a thing? I should invent that word, blogcast. You got a blog, you got a podcast. That's essentially what Lobshots is right now. Really? I don't post any blogs on there, yeah. but we do post our, our podcasts on there. Yeah. So it's a blogcast. Maybe we've invented the it first is. ever blogcast because Maybe. I can't speak a you know coherent sentence. Maybe. Maybe that's the case. So did you happen to see uh, who hit a home run this past week for the San Diego Padres? Ooh, I did. Well, actually, it could who, be a couple who people. Who didn't hit a home I run? didn't hit a I mean, I quite. Uh, dang it, I almost said quite literally. Um, our, our new hitting coach, Matt Stairs, who is you know known, for, known for mashing baseballs. Yes. He uh, is, you know, probably 350 pounds, and he rolled right up into the, yeah. the – the, up to the plate and and he he went yard on pitch one yeah and here's the thing too like so For I, BP. I, I, I know a lot of people when they're looking at videos on social media they don't have the volume turned up so unless there's captions they can't really hear what's going on but that one you need to watch it with the sound on because you could hear him say i've only got one of these and then he also after swinging out of his shoes he sits there and goes, my hamstring's done. I pulled, <laughs> I pulled my hamstring. I'm there done. There goes my hammy. <laughs> That's great. All right. So as cool as it is to see Matt Stairs and Austin Hedges and all those other guys, the newest Padre to hit a home run is none other than my newest man crush, Mr. Eric Hosmer. Yeah. I uh, 
I want to hear your thoughts on that. I don't know if you know, but I tend to talk over people. You? Uh, my thoughts are that home runs are good. All right. Well, th- see, this is why this is why I don't ever <laughs> let you speak. I mean, what was that? Home Here's runs are the thing. Spring training. It is, was an oppo bomb. It was. It was. And th- it's that's good. Like, that's good to see, like, the hitters, like, coming around. Um, however, I take spring training stats with a very Of course. Everybody does. Anybody salt. can go yard in spring training. Yeah. I get that. Anybody? I Anybody? could. Could you? Absolutely. Oh. You don't think I can go yard in spring training? I, uh, you said it. Man, see, this makes me actually want to go out to spring training, but then I would have to have like some major kind of celebrity pull, and I'm just not a celebrity. So yeah. I don't have any pull. How do I get out on the field at spring training and have someone throw me a ball hard enough where I could actually go yard? Because that's part of it, right? Like, you know, you, it is. You, you got to have Padres or, or fill in the blank, whoever they have these, you know, home run type comp. Like, you can. What was the fan contest? You win something if you everyone gets three swings uh, and if you hit one tickets, out, or I think? maybe it was seasoned, whatever that was. Yeah. But you know, I've done one of those, or I've I didn't do one of the contests, but I I did go and I've taken BP at Petco. Yeah, but they they I have, have they have a pitching machine set up, and that sucker is you know it's dialed in at fifty five. Yeah, and and that's on the high end, and I'm like if you could just crank it up even to seventy, just so I can get a little bit of velocity behind this hit, there's a much much better chance. I mean. 55 warning track power, That's you're going yard if you can connect on an 80-mile-an-hour fastball, whether it's someone throwing it or a pitching machine that is cranked up. Yeah. Do you disagree? No. I don't know. No. You know me, man. I'm not a numbers I mean, guy. <laughs> I'm an intangibles guy. I mean, it's it's not everyone can hit one of those, though. Oh, well, I can. I mean, <laughs> you can. I know. You yeah. can. I can play soccer better than you, too. Oh. Um, so Hosmer hit his first jack. Fun yeah. fact about Hosmer's home run: I was, and this is this is very impressive. You know who we need to have on the podcast is Jesse Ackler. Yeah. So Jesse, um, his ability to multitask, and I don't. Maybe I'm not supposed to be sharing this. I hope he, he doesn't get in any kind of trouble. But he, I, I will often when I hear if I'm you know listening to the radio broadcast and I hear him say something that makes me laugh or I hear, well, right before Hosmer hit his home run, um, it was him and um, I think it was Orsillo. Um, the day after I think Tony Gwynn Jr. came and did a, a call with him, but it was Orsillo and, and Jesse. And so I'm texting Jesse and I'm like, dude, all I can hear is his baby crying in the background. <laughs> and it is yeah. overwhelming more so than I can hear the game or you guys. It's just a screaming little baby, like yeah. a very infant cry. And he's like, yeah, it's kind of hard when there's not that many people here, you know, filling up the, the, the sounds of the stadium, yeah. you, you know, it kind of sticks out when there's just yeah. a baby crying. And as we're back, in, and I'm like, oh, man, that's too funny. And as we're texting, that's when Hosmer goes goes for the oppo bomb. And so I, you know, I write, <laughs> forever my claim to fame is that we were texting as Eric Hosmer hit his yeah. home run, his first ever home run in yeah. a Padres uniform. Yeah. And I felt strong about that. And Jesse wrote back, hashtag history. <laughs> this is my history. I've now, I've now history. managed to figure out a way to insert myself and the Zero Chance podcast into the San Diego Padres history because I was texting with Jesse Agler during Hosmer's first ever home run as a Padre. So we need to test that out now, and every single time that he comes up, you need to text Jesse. You know how fast Jesse will lose my number if I start... <laughs> this <laughs> guy again. <laughs> if I start texting him every time Hosmer comes at the bat, although that would be kind of funny. We should bring him on the podcast <laughs> to talk about Just it. Just text him, you up? question mark <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird new number uh, who dis new number who dis all right so speaking wait, wait. Oh, speaking oh of multitasking a lot of though. speaking of yep 
literally, literally. Why do you do that to me? The greatest multitasking job in of all time. Uh, okay, this is going to be outlandish and wrong, but go ahead. No, no, it will be correct. Okay, let's hear it. Jerry Coleman, the Colonel. Okay. The time Ted Leitner always tells this story all about right, the time that Jerry Coleman. Game's going into extra innings. He's calling the game. He's the only one in the booth. And then there's a the colonel. Out. Yeah. The colonel. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. He has to go to the bathroom really bad. There's a pitch out. He's thinking, okay, I got a little bit of time. He starts peeing in a trash can. In the booth? In the booth. Peeing in the trash can. Hmm. That's, that's foul. It's when Benito Santiago was the catcher. He decides to try to gun down the runner on base right now. While, while, while the Jerry's, pitch out. Okay. So there's the pitch out. He tries to gun down the runner, throws it into the outfield. This whole like chaos ensues. Jerry's trying to call this while he's peeing in a trash can. I, I don't really know how to respond to this. I mean, I, I want to honor, obviously, the legacy of the great Jerry Coleman, but I'm a little bit um, confused as to how that is okay or acceptable. Well, do you think he pinched hey, it off while he called it, or do no, you think he kept like, going? I mean, you, you can't, you <laughs> can't his, pinch it off. What what his start, you can't stop it stings. <laughs> uh, that is funny that we've had two podcasts where we've talked about movies, and neither of us have brought up Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber being <laughs> possibly the greatest movie of, greatest comedy of all time. Greatest, yeah. Maybe. It's I fantastic. Don't know. That's, that's a tall, tall order, but that is obviously... One of the movies that you and I have connected with over the years. So you think that uh, the Colonel just kept going and kept calling? I think he kept going. I mean, I wasn't in the booth when that happened. Uncle but Teddy was. I th- you didn't think to ask him? Did he pinch it off or did he keep going? No. I didn't well, I'm gonna to I'm gonna have to talk to Uncle We're Teddy have to about talk that. Talk to Uncle Teddy. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe we'll bring him on with Jesse, and it'll just be one big uh, Padres announcing party. There we go. Just a couple of former uh, Padres takeover bloggers and uh, <laughs> and current. You know, commentator current, guys. Yeah. Just four commentators hanging yeah. out doing a no big deal. Doing no a blogcast. Yeah. Blogcast. First ever blogcast. Having the literal first ever literal podcast. first ever blogcast. Hashtag blogcast. Um, hey, did you see this? I, I know that you're. I don't know. I know nobody in this town is much of a uh, a football guy. But did you see this tweet that uh, Juju Smith Schuster sent out today uh, or yesterday? Whenever that was. Tell me about it. So uh, Juju, wide receiver for the Steelers. He shoots out a tweet that says, announcing my official campaign to recruit LeBron James to the Pittsburgh Steelers for the 2018 season. LeBron has done everything in the NBA. He can be the best athlete ever. Caps, all caps. Best athlete ever. If he makes the move to the NFL and wins a Super Bowl with Steeler Nation, hashtag LeBron to Pittsburgh. I just, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. You did this. (laughs) Remember you kept trying to say, what were you trying to say? No, but you. Were, oh yeah, you were trying, trying to say, to say pictures, pictures, and you kept saying pictures. It was ridiculous, though, because I was like, like two inches away from your left ear. You can't blame the proximity to my beautiful face to <laughs> your inability to speak correctly. Anyway, LeBron to Pittsburgh. Pictures. So Juju is trying to get LeBron to go play in the NFL. What do you think? Um, do you think, think he Le- should do it? You sure. think he should do it? Yeah. You couldn't care less about this. <laughs> You, I mean, your face says it all. Your response says it all. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if you're actually here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't care whatsoever about uh, LeBron possibly playing football. Uh, 
Yeah. No. What I, if he I was going to go to the Dolphins? Would you care? You're a Dolphins. I fan. would care. You would care. I would care. Would you? Yeah. What position would he play? LeBron. Yeah. Obviously, tight end. I'll tight answer end, that yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Seems like all those like basketball players always play tight end. You know? End did you know reason. Antonio Gates played basketball? <laughs> I've heard that before. Really? Yeah, that's the weirdest I thing. I haven't heard that. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I might be breaking news. Breaking news, yeah. guys. Breaking news at yeah. the Zero Chance broadcast. Um, first time ever uh, hearing it on the radio. Dang it, podcast waves, broadcast waves. Uh, Tony Gates played basketball. I'm actually peeing in a trash can as we speak uh, right now. Pinch it off, bro. It's not acceptable. Um, yeah, so anyway, I think that I would like to take a little bit of inspiration from Juju. Um, Juju, so I was at the game. Uh, gosh, now I wish I, can, I can't remember the details. I think they were playing Utah, SC against Utah, and Juju just put on this, like it was almost like a, a Reggie Bush type of move just making the other team look foolish and stopping them in their tracks and knocking them over and um but juju had this insane game and it was i was at a game because i went there to watch mike goff mike goff who is now not watching play that would have been a long time ago and he you know went to iowa not usc but he's a coach yeah. at usc yeah and so i love me some goff and we're friends we need to have mike goff on the podcast i can't believe we haven't had him yet on the podcast what is he up to now i know you're listening goffer um right now he's still he's on the coaching staff with usc okay okay and that's so what I thought. That's what I thought. but he moved from the offense over to the defense now. okay or, okay yeah which is you know a little bit counterintuitive because yeah. he did play offense okay um yeah anyway so i went to go watch and and so goff knows juju obviously well being a coach there but I want to take Juju's lead, and you know he clearly has a man crush on LeBron and wants him to come, you know, play for the Steelers. I have a man crush on Eric Hosmer, and so I believe that here on the Zero Chance Podcast broadcast that we need to get Eric Hosmer onto the pod. How would you feel about that? I would love that. Okay, so I am now announcing my official campaign to recruit Eric Hosmer to the Zero Chance podcast for the 2018 season. Hosmer has done almost everything in MLB, and he can become the greatest MLB player ever if he joins the Zero Chance podcast and becomes a podcasting superstar. Hashtag Hosmer to Zero Chance. What do you think? I like it. Like, you think, uh, like, should I put that in a tweet just like that and try to get Hosmer on the podcast? I think you should. All right, I think I'm, it should happen. All right, what do you think the likelihood is of me um, getting Hosmer to come on the podcast just by starting a viral a viral tweet campaign, hashtag Hosmer to zero chance? I say there's zero chance. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't mean to set you up for that, but I obviously <laughs> did set you up for that. That's funny. Uh, but here's uh, the thing. We're both huge Hosmer fans now. Oh, now actually, you're jumping it, on the Hosmer so bandwagon? Here, here, hold on. So I have a... Tell me to hold on. <laughs> You hold your tongue right now. All right. Uh, so I have this app called TimeHop where uh, you can go in and see tweets from... From the past. From the past. Yes. Yeah. Back Basically, in time. Back in time. You're hopping, hopping back, back in, time. in time. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, Stupid app. It was <laughs> That's like Facebook uh, when they're like five years ago. Ridiculous. Facebook kills me, man. I don't even go on Facebook anymore, but it kills me with those um, five years ago today, and it shows me pictures of my kids when they were babies, and I just and you just shed tears. I just start weeping. I'm, yeah. I'm such a crier. I don't. I don't even hide it, but it makes me um, all nostalgic and and gives me the butterflies and the tears. So you're hopping back in time on your. I'm you, literally you hopping back in time right now. Do you think this is good? Do you think this is good podcasting? It for is for you to be searching through your timeline for some stupid app, and then afterwards I'm going to tell people just to look at this. Yeah, but now now we've wasted two minutes 
talking about it, and and I I know that I'm already angry about it. You're already angry. Yeah, I know what you're gonna do. Okay, I I I talk about almost said it again. I I know, I know you're gonna be like, oh, it's hard not to cheer for the Royals with a guy like Hosmer on their team. It's not that. It's oh, Eric Hosmer's haircut is so cute. Here it is. Here it is. Five years ago on this day right here. Today. Today, whatever. On this day. How, wait, if it was today, why did you just have to hop back in time like six years on your phone? Because I went back five years. Why doesn't it give you the uh, dates for today? Everything you've done on not, this day. It's not like that. This is a terrible app. It's technology. It's tech you stupidity. Need to understand it. Go ahead. Grow up. USA Baseball tweeted out: Hashtag Royals Eric Hosmer will wear number thirty-five for hashtag Team USA in the at WBC Baseball. Wait, that's the tweet? And then I said, oh. that's a great number. And I tagged Randy Jones in it. Oh, I get it because Randy's number 35. Yeah. Okay. Right. I, I thought you were going to tell me literally that you yeah, said it again. I thought you were going to tell me that you retweeted just that tweet. And no. I'm like, if you wasted no. my time. Okay, so you did make a connection I to our I was giving former, the props and then yeah. it's like I was like, I was yeah. telling the future basically. I mean, if you said so that's a great number, RJ, but yeah. I think he should move to 30 if he were to ever come to San Diego. OK, well, then that would mean you predicted someone's untimely death. And that's awkward okay. and weird. So maybe you should take back all those idiotic that's, comments you just made. I would never do that. Yeah, it took a dark turn there, didn't it? it did. All right. Bring so me down here. Well, let's bring you back up. So speaking of Hosmer, yeah. as we've you know, we're talking about Hosmer. Obviously, we spoke about the comments that Ron Fowler made about Hosmer being a great leader. Yeah. But he didn't stop at saying that Hosmer was a great leader. He said that it's going to take the weight off of I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, Ron. I know you're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, take the weight off of Will Meyer's shoulders because, yeah. you know, it's not in Will's DNA to be a leader. Yeah. Is that is that how you that, remember? Yeah, it? That's how I remember it. And I also remember us being like, oh, that's not, that kind of hurts, I, I it feel was, like. It was, um, I thought it was an insane thing to say, and yeah. I didn't understand why anyone would say that about another person, regardless of their leadership capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like something like that is a, um, like, that's just a deeply personal thing, and I was, I was, I was dumbfounded why he would say that. Yeah. And I know it's not the first time that Fowler has said things in the media about players, James Shields, Matt Kemp, whatever, and I'm sure the list goes on, but... Um, you know, made the comparison to Ray, Ray Kroc and the, you know, yeah. worst ball playing he's ever seen, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you could just say, just go back and listen to episode two. And okay, go listen to episode two. But if you're listening to episode four, you've four. probably already listened to episode two. Probably. So, uh, Will went on and had an interview with our friend, Darren Smith, future Zero Chance podcast blogcast guest, Darren Smith. Um, and Darren is... I. I mean, I can't say that I've heard all of the great interviewers in the world, but I mean, I've listened to many, you know, sports interviews in my life. And um, Darren is one of the greatest interviewers that I have ever heard. His ability to extract information and get um, authenticity, uh, genuine responses, honesty out of players that I don't believe other people have the ability to do um, is is really impressive. And so uh, Will... Myers went on with with Darren Smith and and Darren like a stud jumped right into the comments that Fowler had made talking about the Hosmer signing and did you hear this interview yeah okay I heard it it was so, fantastic it was so tell me what stood out to you the most about this interview and then I can get into kind of what I was thinking so here's the here's the I'm trying to dude I'm, I'm <laughs> just do people recognize that I like I I understand that I talk a lot I understand that I you know 
tend to take uh, over a conversation yeah. and I'm I do obviously value your opinion even though I make fun of you all the time yeah. but you do the same to me because we're friends yeah. um and it's and it's playful but I I do want I I feel like you say a lot of the things that I probably would say if yeah. I just shut up and let you talk and so I try am trying to shut up and let you talk because you'll probably say some things right now that I would have said but now you're going to say them and then I'll add to them so let me take a swig of my amazing Copperhead Thunderhawk ailments beer. What'd you think about the Hosmer? Or, dang it, the Will Myers interview with Darren Smith. <laughs> so first of all, uh, Darren, like you said, Darren is a fantastic interviewer. I already said that. Yeah, uh, one of the best in the game that I've ever heard. Oh wait, you said that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Myers came off as I feel like a leader in this interview. I can't. I, I cannot believe you stole my line. <laughs> this is why I don't let you talk. Ugh, no, right. But seriously, he came off as very professional. Um, like he, it, and honestly, like when he spoke, I kind of felt like what um, Ron Fowler was saying kind of made more sense because it did kind of seem like the Hosmer signing kind of took like a little bit of weight off Myers' back. Yeah. So. Like, you could hear it in his voice. Like, he's just like, yeah, I just get to be myself now. He was speaking freely. He was speaking openly. It was, there was no hesitancy in his words. Yeah. Um, what I think, and, and this is, I don't, I don't know, maybe they were smart enough to plan it this way, but he was genuine. He was himself. He was, he, it wasn't planned. It wasn't, um, it wasn't crafted. It wasn't something that they got together. And it wasn't like Padres brought him aside and said, listen, Ron Fowler, you know, Zero Chance podcast came down pretty hard on Ron Fowler, and we'd like to vindicate <laughs> his name a little bit. We'd like to, yeah. you know, have a little airing of the grievances that maybe what he said isn't so bad. So, Will, if you could go tell these things to Darren Smith, it would really make Ron look a lot better. Obviously, not what happened, and but that is the result. I mean, I did feel like, um, although I still probably wouldn't have said those things, I think the reason that Fowler felt comfortable to say those things is because he probably had openly had those conversations with Will or been a part of those conversations with Will and Preller and Andy Green. I mean, Andy Green, this is, if you listen to, to Will speak, I mean, he is preaching Andy Green's culture and philosophy and, yeah. you know, honesty and ownership and openness and authenticity and, 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 the way that he's like he felt comfortable in his own skin talking about this because he was not comfortable in his own skin being the face of the franchise and being that leader and i mean saying things like you know it's never been about the tools or the talent it's been a mental game for me um i know and i'm paraphrasing here but you know he's you know great ball players um when they go into a slump they get out of that slump and he said you know whenever i'm in a slump i tend to stay there for a while and 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 it's it gets in his head and he doesn't like the, the psychology of baseball, like you have to be so mentally strong to be able to, I mean, you know, obviously this is a game where you can fail seven out of ten times and be a Hall of Famer. I know everybody says that all the time and it's super cliche, but, you know, there's a lot of failure that happens on the baseball field that can lead to greatness. Yeah. Um, and I think that Will just, he was not cut out for that in this as being the leader and having to also shoulder the weight of, you know, being the face of a franchise and all that stuff. And I think Hosmer is going to lift so much of that and just let him be himself. Hosmer is going to probably hit behind him in the lineup. He'll protect him. Um, I think that um, listening to, to Will speak, um, he, 
you know, he spoke the truth. He felt comfortable saying it, and he was, it, there was no vagueness to what he said. He was mm-hmm. very specific in talking about what his issues were, why they were issues, how he was feeling, why he was feeling that way. He's clearly going to counseling sessions, whether that's with Andy Green and another counselor, um, probably. And but it was it was incredible, and I think listening to him take ownership over all of that was so uh, to me it felt special. Um, and, and it really did, I think, ironically, show his leadership, his, his ability to, to jump in and fully accept the criticism that had been you know, given to him from his, the owner of the team yeah. and then really embracing this role with Hosmer there. I, I mean, and I, I know we, we talked about it even before Hosmer signed with Randy – and one of the things that I said, and, and I've heard from within the Padres organization, is they believe that the, the signing of Hosmer would make Will Myers better. It would yeah. make him a better player. And I absolutely believe that to be true. And even listening to this interview, without seeing a single actual at-bat of a major league ball game, I can tell you that I already see a change in Will Myers with the presence of Eric Hosmer in this clubhouse. And I freaking love it. Yeah, It's even, amazing. Even like when Darren was talking about like positions. He's like, what should we call you? Like, right fielder, left fielder, outfielder? Like, what do we do? And even with that, he was just kind of just like, you know, like we'll we'll see what happens. Like, he's like, I'm having a good time out there, like relearning everything. Came back pretty quickly. So, I mean, just just everything, just everything about that interview, like, made yeah. me feel good about, yeah, even even better about the Eric Hosmer signing right. here. And I wonder if people who were anti. The Hosmer signing. Yeah, I wonder what they're feeling now. Like, I wonder if they have seen any changes. Like, if they hear an interview like that, and and they think, you know, because Will did come right out and say he's like, if you walk in the in the clubhouse every day, he's talking to three other different guys and three yeah. other different guys and going around. He's go- going around to everybody and including everybody. He's got people surrounding him in his locker, coming to him for advice, coming to him for, you know, just to to talk and to make. I, I don't know. I I really enjoyed and he and he Will even said like, I'm not that guy. I'm, yeah. I'm not that guy. I don't yeah. go around. And so. It must have been a really difficult year to have the organization thrust you into that position mm-hmm. of being the guy in the face and in behind closed doors and in the clubhouse, yeah. you absolutely were not that guy. Yeah. And and that's I think that's where Andy Green and his leadership stepped in because he was able to fill, I think, the void of having certain clubhouse leaders. You know, there was I think Clayton Richard was probably a great leader for the pitching staff. Mm-hmm. Um but I just I don't know that the that the team really had that and i think actually i mean i know people give the team a little bit of grief like is chase headley really going to be our third baseman and um and he's back but i i do think chase you know know, he had a good presence in the locker room from everything i hear when he was here the first round and now he's gone and you know played with the yankees organization and gained probably some incredible experience and wisdom there yeah and to bring that back and i think he'll have a good presence as well if he stays on the team yeah we'll see he will stay on the team at this point yeah. Who do you think is going to play second base? Mm. Think it's going to be Aswahe? Be either Aswahe or Spangenberg, yeah. I'm guessing. Do you think Jankowski is going to ever see the field? <laughs> uh, it depends on what they do with Cordero, I think. Franchi? Franchi? What a weird name. It's an awesome name. Yeah, it's cool. I just don't really get it. I've never heard it. You don't get it. I don't, I don't get Brady. <laughs> Stupid name. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> I just said I didn't get it. I didn't call him names. 
<laughs> Man, that was uh, harsh. Yeah. Hey, I think we should actually take a second to uh, promote a fellow um, fellow podcast group and a fellow event uh, event that we're going to be a part of. It's there. I guess uh, our buddies. Are we going to be a part of it? Oh, are we not doing that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we said we were going to. We be said a part. we were. Well then. Wait, are you not a person? Hey, it you're depends not, on what our, you're if not our demands are met. You're not a man of your, of your word? Oh, <laughs> if our demands are, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, only green M&Ms. Only green M&Ms. And yes. um, Diet Coke with um, extra sugar added into it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, boxed wine. I, lo- I love boxed wine. <laughs> love you, Trader Joe's. Shout out. Oh, we should get Trader Joe's. You think they're going to be into our podcast? Hey, yeah, yeah we'd love to yeah. support you idiots. I doubt it. But yeah, the uh, on on opening day, I plan on going to the game. You plan on going to the game? I'm going to the game. Got do you have tickets? tickets? Yeah. I don't have tickets yet, but I do plan on going. I'm going to get tickets. If anybody has tickets out there and wants to take me to the game, <laughs> let me know. I don't have any. Uh, I plan on being at the game. Um, and then afterward, at Bay City Brewing, uh, there's a golden age of, I don't know, what are they calling it? The golden age after party? Golden age of Padre podcast after party. But we're not really a Padres podcast. We're just a podcast that likes to talk about the Padres a lot. <laughs> It's totally different, dude. Totally different. Yeah, yeah. like way, yeah. way different. The golden age of we talk about the Padres a lot, but we're not really a Padres podcast podcast. Yeah, I think you nailed it on that one. Yeah. I don't know what you just said. I blacked I out. Um, anyway, that's the 29th of March at 530 after the game. People are going to head over to Bay City Brewing. Um, a bunch of Padres podcaster types. Uh, the Kept Faith is putting it on. Our boy Dallas. Dallas is hilarious. And... Um, Came out with some absolute mockery of the uh, the machine, and I haven't heard it yet. You I, haven't? No, I, I'll, is, I'll listen to it on the way home. Probably. I today. mean, Dallas is um, he is hilarious. He is obviously he he's, he's a stand up comedian. Yes. He's incredibly sharp, and he's a very good uh, writer. and And he fell into this role of you know a very big Sills esque character, and it was. <laughs> It was, it was incredible. I found myself laughing a lot. I mean, saying just terrible, terrible, terrible things that yeah. I would actually never want repeated uh, on a podcast because of how bad they were. But <laughs> it was so funny, and it was obviously just making a mockery of the machine. Yeah, I mean, I, have you listened to the machine at all? I don't even like to admit to it. So here's this: I, 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 ha- I had a thing, you know, back when I had my run-ins with with hacksaw. Um, I would force myself every few months to listen to Hacksaw's radio station. Yeah. Because I'd like to, you know, I'm a big second chance guy. Zero chance I don't give you a second chance. And um and I and I I would listen because I thought that he maybe because he is a human being had the capacity to change. And he never did. No. And but I would like to listen because I wanted to if I was going to come that hard at somebody for having a shtick that I really really disagreed with and disliked and felt was dishonest. Um, I wanted to make sure that that was still the narrative and it was still true. Yeah. Um, and so I would listen. And I, I don't even call that hate listening, you know, because a lot of people do that, you know, hate listening to, and then they can make fun of it because they heard it and blah, blah, blah. I don't do that. If I don't like it, I'm not going to listen. But in this scenario, because I hadn't actually heard it, and, you know, I I know what who Cilio is and what he's about, and I don't yeah. agree with it, yeah. and I don't like it, and I don't like his shtick or his spiel or his anything. Yep. And so I did listen a little bit for the first time today, and uh, it was exactly what you would expect. It was terrible. Yeah. I mean, he, he is an absolute buffoon, and the fact that he has his voice over radio waves 
in a city the size of San Diego is an absolute mockery and a travesty. It's a travesham mockery. <laughs> it's a burgle flickle. Um, stop making up words. No, it, it is. It is. It's. It blows my mind, and I can't imagine how much longer he's going to be on the air because I think the backlash is going to come, and it's going to come heavy and strong. And maybe they're morons there, and maybe they think like, "Oh, controversy's good. This is what we want. We want people talking because everybody hates him." But yeah. I heard something that Scott uh, Kaplan said on his solo podcast, which I have actually surprisingly enjoyed a lot. Um, listening to Scott get into some of the nitty gritty behind the scenes stuff, but he mentioned that the ratings went up, and he didn't give any credit to Ben Higgins, um, which I think he does deserve some. But the ratings went up for the morning show on 1090 when Cilio left, and it wasn't you know from Scott's perspective. Not that he said it wasn't because of Ben Higgins, but he attributed it more to um, you know people just hated so so much yeah. that they wouldn't listen, and now that it was anybody else, they they listened. And I think Ben's been doing a good job holding down the fort. Yeah, Ben has been doing a good job. Um, I mean, I listened to a little bit of The Machine yesterday, and then I listened to it a little bit on the way over here to this podcast today. Yeah, I remember while I was talking on the phone, while you were you're being talking super on the rude, and you were like, oh, for the first time, I'm actually kind of on time. Just kidding, I'm going to sit in the car and listen to a terrible radio station. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice work. Show prep. Show prep is what <laughs> yeah, I was doing. Yeah, show prep. Show mockery. <laughs> but, like, he, here's the thing. He said... Speaking of show prep, it sounded like he did absolutely zero show prep in his show yesterday. Zero. You mean what else would you he, do for the last couple of months while they were building a exactly, studio just right? for you? Just for you. Yeah, yeah. I so, don't understand. So it, I yeah. mean, like he basically like they flipped on the the switch and they said, "All right, um, what do we talk about? I don't know what we're gonna do here." That's something we would do, not something that exactly. he would do, or at least anybody on radio should actually do. If we're more prepared than you are as a professional, let's not wrong. get carried away. He's not professional. He's a well, buffoon. He is. So, and did you? The funny thing was, did you see the video that uh, the machine posted on oh social yeah. media where he was like walking in slow motion? Oh his, no, I didn't. In see his that. sweats and like, I like, saw one with Vince McMahon's face. And then him talking over, saying what a great move it would be to bring the XFL to San Diego, oh, which is a buffoony not, take as well. That, no. Anyway, what were you, he was slow motion and silly. Slow motion, like he's like a lot getting of out jiggling, the elevator, a lot of jiggles. You just see his just. Yeah. Is that good That's podcasting? Those sounds I was making. It's not very nice. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. He's big sills. <laughs> is big big sills. I got a lot of flap. Here's the thing. So, like, uh, where I work, uh, we used to share the parking lots. Oh, yeah. We share the him parking lots. Him and his three parking spot Humvee. With 1090. I'm only borrowing. And I would <laughs> come in every single morning and see his bright yellow Hummer with the Big Sills license plate yeah. taking up, like, seven spots in the parking lot. God, what a dummy. And I'm just like... Well, I know whose car that is. <laughs> it's Big Sills. <laughs> it's pretty clear. Big Sills. But um, but yeah, no, it's just it's just it's just bad. It's it sounds just like he's never been in radio before in his Here's entire life. Here's what I life. didn't anticipate is I didn't anticipate that because when you say like oh I got a radio show from this time to this time it's like that's your show that's your talk show and there's yeah. commercials obviously yeah when I turned it on for the first time it's music it said it said on air now I went online it said on air now and it had silly I was like all right cool so I clicked on it it was a song it was yeah. a, know, playing Pearl Jam yeah which you know Pearl Jam's great but they're sort of playing a song I'm like oh well this is false advertisement this isn't this isn't the show it's, it's Pearl Jam yeah and then after the song went to commercial after the commercial he was back and then after he left. 
It was terrible radio. And then after he left, it was um, it was like a stand-up act. Yeah. It was like a stand-up act that was super racist also, by the way. <laughs> Talking about uh, I don't know, Asians and Muslims or something. Oh, God. Like, it was super racist. Oh, God. And this was the radio act that they were playing. I was like, what in the... And, and I actually wanted to hear Sills over the racist jokes that were being told. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was, huh? And then they went to another commercial, and then they came back, and he was there. So it was like it was. It's inserting music and like weird stand-up comedy in yeah. the midst of. Because remember we we were making fun of. Um, I believe I said when you say guy talk, that makes me want to punch you in the face. Yeah. So they changed it. What what's the new tagline now? Something. Uh, music that rocks. Or talk that or rocks. Talk that rocks. Talk that yeah, rocks. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I actually don't hate that as much because oh, yeah, it's like fine. kind of that's a fine. yeah. I mean, and I guess. You know, you can make the point that, you know, any tagline they create, any name they make, like there's anybody and everybody can find a way to make fun of these things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. As far as if you're comparing guy talk, guy talk and talk that rocks. Yeah. I can get a little more into it. These yeah. talk that rocks. Yeah. Although I'm still not behind the machine no. and I'm no. certainly not behind big sales. Well, you saw like too like, that they brought in the uh, Kevin Klein show. From San Francisco. Is that something that people were supposed to know? I've never heard of that so before. So here's that, the thing. I know um, he's, I looked at his Twitter following and people were like excited about it and he's like some shot guy, but he sounds like a guy that's gotten booted off the air as well. I don't know anything about so him. So here's the thing. So um, he was working at Live 105 in San Francisco. It's an alternative station. Uh, I, it was CBS before, CBS Radio. Okay. Um, and then Intercom merged with CBS and kind of took over. Oh, so wait. Okay, hold on. Let me get this straight. Yeah. Intercom fired this guy, and yeah, then Intercom, so Intercom brought Intercom, him back. Intercom came in to Live 105, changed their name to Alt 105, which is why I thought that a yeah, long time ago that yeah. 949 would be Alt. Yeah, which you're right. They are now, right? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Um, and uh, they basically laid everybody off at the, in San Francisco. Right, but then they proceeded to then rehire them in a different market. They, yeah. So like, I, I don't know if there was like a deal worked out where they said, but is we this, don't want you in San Francisco, but maybe like we're ha- we're starting this thing up in San Diego. Maybe you can come down there. It could just be a, a completely different, you know, group of hiring people that aren't connected. Because I know that like it could be. You know, I know Mike D is now with Intercom. And, yeah, he's and doing it, the sports side of things. But sports, sports from like a national level. Yes. Like my understanding yes. is that yeah. every market. Mm-hmm has their own, you know, right to hire their own people. Yes. And so it's not like Mike D called up Big Sills and said, we're bringing you back, buddy. You know, like, I, I don't think that's the way that it played out. And so who knows the way that if San Francisco didn't want him and maybe San Diego did, it could be yeah. completely different, yeah. you know, entities, even though it's all under the same umbrella. Yeah. You know, like businesses work that way sometimes. I don't know. But anyway, it's so, all bad. So they have him starting uh, in a couple weeks, I guess. Uh, then it's going to be Cilio. Then it's going to be the men's room with Mike Hawk. That's Mike Hawk. Stop saying that. I get it. It's terrible. <laughs> it's the, it's <laughs> They're a uh, syndicated show from uh, Seattle, I guess. Oh, and that's a cool thing there. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 Michael. Mike. Yeah. I'm not calling Why him can't Mike. you just go by Michael? Yeah. Well, Michael Bolton. <laughs> He's the no talent. Yeah, all right. Anyway. But yeah, it's um, bad. Bad it's, radio, it's and I don't bad. Know what to do with uh, it. Like I, I like the idea of the comedy, but it's poor execution. I think. I guess. Hey, so I don't know if we made a. Um, I just realized that we didn't actually talk about that. We don't have a guest on this week because we are the guests. We are the guests this week. Um, um, but yeah, we we, we are going to Coco. We yeah, we're going to have a guest next week probably. 
yeah. it's going to be good. Maybe it's yeah. going to be Hosmer. Do you think we happen that fast? The campaign Ho- hashtag Hosmer to zero chance. We're going to get it trending because everyone wants to know what's really going on with Hosmer. Who is this guy? And we're going to ask the good questions. We're not going to, you know, lay up any softballs. No. Yeah, I've been listening to too many Darren Smith interviews to lay up softballs. <laughs> I'm going to get to the bottom of this Hosmer character, and yeah. basically we're going to be best friends. And after the podcast, he's probably going to come over and uh, have dinner with my family. It's yeah. going to be cool. Yeah. We should b- actually have Hosmer on a podcast and just like show him around San Diego. That'd be cool. We could do driving in cars with zero chance and we could sing songs <laughs> from location to location. <laughs> Take them around to fish taco joints. Yeah. Yeah. What just, do you think? Just blend it all. I'm just spitfiring here. <laughs> blend all those uh, popular segments right. into one segment. Hey, uh, before we bounce, I want to, uh, again, say thank you to Thunderhawk Ailments yeah. for, uh, for having us here. Bill and John, love you guys. Very thankful that um, we were able to come here today. We plan on having many, many more adventures here with you yeah. and drinking many, many more uh, Amazing pints. beers. Yeah, it's really delicious. I mean, really I, I, I gave a good solid 20 minutes in the beginning, so I don't need to go into this again. But <laughs> um, this is delicious beer. I, if you guys do come, first of all, if you've made it to the end of this podcast, God bless you. You have no... Well, I don't know what's wrong with you, but um, if you have made it this far and you do make it over to Thunderhawk Ailments, Thunderhawk Brewery, I, I, I would think it would be cool if you said, yeah, I heard I heard about you on Zero Chance. Not because we don't get anything from that. We don't want anything from that. But we want these guys to know that um, you know, people heard about them here, and that would be cool. That would be cool for us to be like, yeah. wow, you did get a – the one guy who listened, he came. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. be fun. Anyway. We could bring Eric Hosmer here. How about that? Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? That'd be that would be great. John, I mean John, the you know I I don't I think John and Bill are both sports fans, but John I know is a big soccer fan here at Thunderhawk. Yeah, he played soccer at Santa Clara. We never He's talked one about of the the soccer's game too. I know we didn't get into the soccer's game, but I don't really. I mean, I love the soccer. John John played um, Craig Childs. Yeah. And, you know, growing up, they played uh-huh. against each other. John yeah. went on to play college ball in Santa Clara. He's a member of the American Outlaws. I know some of our friends are also American yeah. Outlaw members. I'd like to be an out- We need to get the Zero Chance to be a. I'm- what if we got a scarf that was American Outlaws Zero Chance podcast scarf? I feel like that could be a thing. <laughs> could, could it be a thing? It could be a thing. Just like me dribbling circles around you on, a, on, oh. on the pitch is a thing. At the next year's soccer's celebrity game, I'm. This podcast is going to get so big that we are going to be celebrities. John from Thunderhawk is going to play. Yeah, I'm going to play. Yeah. You're going to be probably injured on the sidelines, and you can cheer us on. <laughs> and uh, and I'm going to keep my word that I'm going to dribble circles around you, and I'll probably blow out an ACL, and my wife will want to divorce me. But other than that, it's going to be a great day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She won't divorce me, but it's just when I get hurt playing sports, I can't do as much with the yeah. kids, and she gets angry. Yeah, I, I you rolled your ankle playing bet. basketball again. I, ah! I I actually tore my ACL playing soccer. Yeah, well, that's just reason number so, one hundred and ninety-two. I'd dribble circles around you. I will train vigorously. You should train vigorously. That. Anyway, I'm sure the Anyways, soccer game was cool. Yeah. We should get uh, Tabitha Lipkin was on the. Yeah. she was on the celebrity. We should bring her on the podcast. Yeah, she was actually asking when we were going to have her on the podcast. For real? She really was. Huh. Yeah, that's we really have, cool. She's a cool cat. We should bring her on. Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, thank you for listening again to this week's episode of the Zero Chance Podcast. You can find me, Lobshots, on Twitter, at Lobshots, and Instagram. You can find Rick at... RJ's Pro. RJ's Pro. Twitter. On Twitter. And, you know, anonymously somewhere on Instagram. I'm hidden on Instagram. And if you guys want to check out uh, Thunderhawk, they're at Thunderhawk Ailments on social media. Uh, Instagram is probably your best bet to find them. So um, thank you guys for listening, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week.